Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. The bill always comes due. It does. You build a stadium and then you need a new scoreboard or you need uh, new luxury boxes or better acoustics. The reality is this. Nothing brings Minnesotans together more than our sports teams. So the economic argument for spending taxpayer dollars on massive upgrades to the XL Energy Center and the River Center in St. Paul and the coming discussion when the new ownership takes over the Timberwolves about Target Center, which is owned by the city of Minneapolis, the discussion is going to be very annoying, right? Because... Is there a straight-up economic argument to invest that sort of taxpayer dollar on owners, especially when you look at Mark Laurie and Alex Rodriguez with the Timberwolves, and you say, these guys have plenty of money. They do not need our taxpayer dollars. It's true. They don't. It is also true that the city owns the building. And other cities will buy it, will pay for it. Right now, there's discussion in St. Paul about, and basically what's happening is the Minnesota Wild are kind of getting on board and getting a discussion started because we have a surplus and we will have another surplus. We will. And so should the River Center and the XL Energy Center, and the, the number being thrown around is $300 million, should state money help fund massive renovations? Should city money in St. Paul step up and have to fund massive renovations? To me, the answer is yes. The fact that these teams will leave, and that would be, I think, bad for the state. We spend money on grants to arts organizations, as we should, because it enriches the culture of the Twin Cities. Now, similarly, I'm okay with spending money on stadiums. Now, of course, the, 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 the problem, the, the place my argument falls apart is that nobody's getting rich off of arts organizations. And historically, the owners of these sports teams, while they may not be getting rich in a cash flow sense, the wealth that's built up over their time of ownership allows for an incredible payday when they're done. And so who has to pay for it? We do. 
Wisconsin today, the governor just signed off on a $500 million plan to do repairs and upgrades at the Brewers Stadium. American Family Field, $500 million. So that's a three-decade plan. But we sort of need to get our arms around that kind of number and say, all right, how are we going to make this work? I think the conversation, there are some people who are just straight up opposed. And 651-461-9226, you're welcome to text in some some thoughts coming already, and I'll share your thoughts as well. But my gut on this, Dan, is that it's going to happen. And so the question is, can we come up with a more creative way to structure this instead of the ways we've been doing it in the past? In other cities, we have seen much more interesting innovation in that the city or the county or the state partners with the owner, and the owner maybe develops the land around the stadium, and then that tax revenue gets recaptured to pay for the stadium. And you're like, well, that sort of makes sense. It's still kind of taxpayer dollars, but it's, it's it's, it's not old money. It's new money that gets redirected. Yeah, I think, you know, I'm a believer in public-private partnerships when it comes to facilities uh, because few things outside of sports really brings that many people together into a specific area on a regular basis. It's the single biggest thing that unifies the most people around the state. Way more people are going to watch a Wild game or a Timberwolves game. And I'm not meaning to pit well, one saying, against the other. It's not a knock on the arts. But it's or, so... Right. But, I mean, it just isn't the same. It's, it just isn't close. It's as important to the fabric of what it is. life is like in this It area. is. And when you get down to the brass tacks of how much this actually costs people, how much is coming out of your wallet, it really isn't an onerous amount compared to the amount of other things that are coming out of your wallet to go to other things that you never even use. Right? I mean, so we all get together and work on things that are good for the area and these facilities are good for the area, not just because the wild play at the XL energy center, but the number of things that go on at the XL energy center and the river center uh, are off the charts. The number of different events yes. that they hold there. And, so, and it's, so it's good for that area. Um, Target and, fields the same way. U S bank stadium, same way. Do you see a difference in the St. Paul scenario where the XL really is uh, and the river center is maybe perceived as more of a community asset because if you look at you've got state you know you have the state hockey tournament there you have you have the Hmong New Year celebration at River Center I guess you have you do have the state basketball tournament at, at I mean there Center, are yeah. those community events that happen I mean they they would go somewhere else at all right of those facilities you have those kinds of things that yeah. are available and commu- there are they are community assets. Now, do I believe that the taxpayer should foot the whole bill? No, no, no. It should be a partnership. So, if Alex Rodriguez and and Mark Laurie want to pony up a certain amount of money, can the state and the city figure yeah. out a way? Which they never pony up their money. It's always like they, well, I mean, you, you know, you pay the whatever. seat license or but whatever. But yes, their there's money coming from their end of the equation. Right. I guess is, is right. the point. So, I've got, I have no problem with that. None at all. Do you see it as the same, or do you think there will be more public interest in supporting, like, a renovation to the X 
versus I, I think it's going to be harder for Target Center because the owners of the Timberwolves are so wealthy. Well, and people don't perceive like Craig Leopold. I don't think in the same way. Well, maybe not, but that's, that's I'm not a, saying they shouldn't. Right, I was going to say that's a misnomer. I think if they do, I, because look at the you know they're still we t- we keep talking about Mark Laurie and Alex Rodriguez taking over the Timberwolves as a fait accompli, uh, and there are still those folks that around that whole transaction that are wondering if they're actually going to be able to come up with the final payments to get this thing done. Yeah, yeah. So to say that because these men are incredibly wealthy, well, they must have the money to do well. They maybe they don't. Maybe they don't. Have, Money to yes. do both, you know, or maybe they need to get the team as an asset in order to finance whatever, right? Whatever it is, the point isn't so much these people are absurdly rich. Let them do it. Uh, the point is, do we value having these teams and these facilities as assets in the Twin Cities, in Minnesota, in wherever? Yeah, I, I think th- there's a very clear yes to that. The city of St. Paul already has a half cent sales tax that. Uh, helps pay for the construction bonds that opened the X in 2000. And there's a TIF district, so in and around the facility, about $3.5 million in property tax that's generated within like the 20-square block area. That uh, supports maintenance. And that's why the X, honestly, 23-year-old building, is still so good. Yeah. Because the city of St. Paul correctly and adequately funded it. But improvements are a different deal. It's a different deal. So, like, and some of this is fun, like new seating configuration, wider concourses. The X doesn't have as many restaurant spaces as most modern uh, facilities do today. Some of it is not sexy. Like, the loading dock is awful. And so if you are a traveling big-time arena show you might find it more attractive to go to Target Center or go to U.S. Bank Stadium because loading into the X is not fun. So some of it will go to that. I think what's interesting about this debate is I don't think there are going to be a ton of people saying, ah, it doesn't really need it. It's fine. I think people sort of get it. Like, yep, Target Center, uh, they did a nice job kind of renovating it a handful of years ago. But, like, it's well, outdated. Right. Well, especially when you compare facilities. So, for example, if you go uh, to the Milwaukee baseball ballpark. Over right. There, go there and go to Target Field. Night and day. I mean, it's totally night and day. So to, to say that, you know, that facility over in Milwaukee needs some improvement, you can see right away, oh, yeah. You're like, yeah, half a million bucks. Right. Or half a billion half a bucks. I mean, whatever like, it yep, is. But sure. there clearly there needs to be some work done on that facility. If you were to go to a newer indoor arena facility – and then compare that to Target Center or compare that to XL, you'd see right away, oh, yeah, there's clearly a difference here. There's clearly a space. And, you know, like I said, financing these things isn't impossible. You talked about coming up with different creative ways, but, I mean, I think that's what's been going on, right? Yep. The way that the Target Field was financed. And look how quickly that got Quickly paid off, paid off right? U.S. Bank Stadium, same thing. That got quickly paid off. I mean, there are ways to do it that don't, you know, injure the taxpayer as much as some people would like to have you believe. License plates right now, license plates are finally being allowed yeah. for the teams. That money goes to their foundations, but I wouldn't be opposed to having a license plate that redirects to stadium funds. Uh, I think there are ways to do it, and I think we value it. We value those teams. We should. You know, maybe not everybody does, but I think we should. I think those are... I think all of those. It's hard when you and the arts and the outdoors yes. and all of these things. It has are to be the assets and. to the to Minnesota. Yeah. 
Lots of good feedback coming in. I'll share some of your text at 651-461-9226 when we come back on Drive Time. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Christmas music we're playing all all month through the rest of the month so enjoy that thanks to Dan for picking that out podcast always available for you lots of good stuff in today's show in our first hour I asserted that we would be better off without snow in Minnesota and the responses are well worth your time they're gold uh, so that's in the first hour of the show. Chris Lindahl joined us today talking about townhomes, the sort of frenzy in that. We had Bill Kozlak from Jack's Cafe, 90 years in northeast Minneapolis. Uh, Bill is our Derusha Eats guest in our second hour today. The uh, the snow topic. Yep. I think the best response by far was, who hurt you? Yeah, that's, that was that's right. That was that's right. I suspect we'll hear that. Uh, in bumpers. It's entirely possible. It's possible. Right now we're talking about whether taxpayers should invest in arena upgrades. Uh, the people behind the River Center and the XL Energy Center in St. Paul are uh, getting in line with the state surplus. Uh, we'll see if the city is involved. Uh, we know the city is involved in those conversations as well. One texter saying, let the ETAB gamblers pay. If you support or value play E-tabs and leave our taxes alone. You know, the E-tabs, I'm not exactly sure, the electronic poll tabs, what happened after the Supreme Court said that basically the the, uh, E-poll tab software companies made them too fancy. Mm. So it's too much like a video gambling instead of... A true pull tab. Like a true pull tab. I don't know, but don't you recall? You know, but those, they got a lot of money out right, of that. Thing. Those, de- but they debuted and nobody was playing. It took a bit, and then and the, once, the, it, once the switch busted. flipped, it was here's all the money you could want. No tax money to it, says one texter. The teams can afford to invest and pay for it. None of us will make in a lifetime what some of these players make in a year. We it's public nothing people to do with what the players make. Cannot all worst, afford to attend anything. Worst possible argument you could make. You want to complain about what the owners are pulling in. The teams can't afford this. Stop though. it. on. The but players. that's just not the model. And, it's not. And could we stop it? Yes, if everyone said no. If everyone said no, and you just make it a private entity, uh, but then you also... Are going to say no to all the, uh, the tax breaks we give every other business that comes to town? Yeah, I think that's the fair question. Allianz Field, for example, didn't use tax money to build, but that was a real estate play. Like to me, that's the model. So tax money only did like some reconfiguring of the highway exit there. But Bill McGuire, who owns uh, Minnesota United, uh, got all of that property there. That's the best way to make it work, I think. Now, the challenge is if you are Craig Leopold running the wild there's not a lot of land. There's not a lot of land. There. And if you're the new ownership of, of the Wolves, 
What do you have around targets? I think that works. That model works better for a new facility than it does necessarily for facility upgrades. It's tough for upgrades. Now, should we have a new facility for Target Center? I mean, you could argue that that building, you know, because remember, they've been through with an upgrade in that building once already. I wish we had fewer facilities, right? Like, does every team need their own building? But we use the NBA facility for the WNBA and the NBA. And it's not like that those the facilities just lay fallow. And they're all busy. They, there's I know. stuff going on for both. I just, uh, a lot of these ideas, uh, they're just not realistic. So the question is, how can you protect taxpayers as much as possible? I do think the ETAB option, I think license plates can be an option in figuring out ways to have these owners invest in the community, whether it's housing, whether it's whatever the case may be, and try to capture some of that money and use that. Uh, just the start of this conversation, sadly, <laughs> we're going to pay. We're going to pay. It's just the reality. Uh, that's it for us. Henry Lake is in the house. The Lake Show coming up from 6 to 9 tonight. I am off tomorrow, back on Thursday. Uh, Cook will be here, so the show will probably be better. So tune in tomorrow from 3 to 6. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.